Well, good morning, saints. Right, that's how St. Paul would have us refer to ourselves as saints. Right, all you who are called into relationship with Jesus Christ, as he said there in that letter to the Romans. Good morning, saints. Today's gospel invites us into an ever deeper um, meditation into this season of, of waiting and of expectation. And this whole idea is exemplified by the story that we have of Joseph's obedience and of his surrender. His obedience and his surrender calls him into a time of deep waiting. We all know the story, right? The virgin daughter of Nazareth is found to be with child. And Joseph, who is a, a very righteous man with a good heart, is looking for a way out. Now, he has promised to marry her, but that was before this most recent development. And now his, his reputation is on the line. In his world, in his time, in his culture, no man in his right mind would marry a woman pregnant by somebody else. It just would, it's not heard of. It would just not be done. And if it was done, the man who did that would bring dishonor upon himself. And so he is contemplating what to do. Best, perhaps, to cancel this agreement quietly and then maybe slip out of town. You know, let her and her family take care of this whole mess. Let them deal with the shame and the questions. His righteousness and his compassion can only go so far. But just when he had resolved to do this, to put her away, an angel of the Lord spoke to him in a dream. And our gospel took a most improbable turn. History and prophecy collided. Joseph, the carpenter from King David's line, surrendered his will and became obedient to God's will. And in doing so, he transformed the ancient understanding of what it meant to be a righteous man, a man who is in right relationship with God. And by doing that, he gives us an example of what it means to be righteous and what it means to be in right relationship with God and with each other. Oftentimes in Matthew's Gospel, you will hear that God wants mercy and compassion, a new idea and understanding of, of righteousness, right relationship. Obedience will cost Joseph his reputation. But look what he gains in this. He becomes the supreme protector of God's most precious gift to us. You know the, the other stories that are, are waiting in the next coming chapter, chapter 2 of Matthew's Gospel, where Joseph is again told in a dream that Herod and his people are seeking to destroy this child by killing every child in Bethlehem under the age of uh, three years old, every boy will be destroyed. So come, Joseph, 
take this child and his mother and flee to Egypt. And then years later, be told, Herod is dead. You may return. But on returning, he finds out that Herod's progeny and his allies are still in power. And so the venom is still there to strike down this child. And he is told once again to go to Nazareth, take the child and his mother, and go to Nazareth. Yes, your reputation may be sullied. Yes, there may be those who hold you in dishonor. But you have become the supreme protector of my most precious gift. A reputation lost, but so much more gained by his initial yes. Much is made of Mary's yes, right? Annunciation, the Magnificat, and all the singing that goes on with that. That's all in Luke's gospel. Here in Matthew's gospel, the Annunciation comes to, to Joseph. And by his decision, his yes, we are led into a deeper understanding of righteousness. Years later, his son will say, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. The scribes and the Pharisees would have no problem whatsoever in putting Mary aside, and not quietly, but publicly. But we are told of a more exceeding righteousness. By the time that those words are spoken there in the Sermon of the Mount, Joseph has already died and entered into heaven. But in today's passage, as I say, he has entered into a time of waiting. And he invites us to do the same. He waits with exquisite anticipation for a child to be born, for a prophecy to be fulfilled. That's his story. And as he waits, so do we. And what, what is it that we are waiting for? Jesus has already been born, lived, died, ascended. For what do we wait in this in-between time? We wait, as we say, his second coming in glory. And while there are the urgent calls in the gospel to keep awake and to be ready, this time that we are in, brothers and sisters, can also be a time of wonder and of deep introspection. These final days of this liturgical season in Advent invite us to join in the natural rhythms of the earth. The land is resting. The harvest has been brought in. The planting season has yet to come. And so we wait. And these days, the darkness comes earlier. Am I right? Darkness comes earlier and stays longer. And not just the darkness that we may think of in terms of sorrow, and of loss, 
Because there is that is not to be discounted and to be taken lightly. Just on Friday, we had a funeral here for Mary Hiltabidel. And there was some darkness in that, some sorrow. Just also on Friday afternoon, Friday evening, some of you may know and may not know that um, our uh, brother Hugh Houghton suffered a brain bleed. It had to be taken by helicopter after much scrambling to Franklin Square Hospital. So there was some darkness and anxiety in that. And in that darkness also was God's presence at every moment and every step. The darkness that accompanies us in this time, that, as I say, invites us to be in communion with God, to be in communion with what is being told to us. This is, we may say, a primordial darkness before the light comes. You know how the Bible begins? How in Genesis, there we read that the darkness was over the face of the deep? Right? That's what it says in the beginning. God created the heaven and the earth, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And then, and then God said, let there be light. But it was the darkness that came first. Then came the light. The darkness was first. Then comes the incarnation. Then comes the light that shines in the world, the light of Jesus Christ who says, I am the light of the world. One of our um, parishioners, another one that you might know, this is uh, Sister Martha Breed. She um, is now bedridden over at, at Bay Woods. And her, her window from her, her bed looks right out, and she is able to, to mark the days. She's able to mark the darkness as it comes, and the light as it comes. And she says that in those moments and in those days, in those nights that are longer in this time, it in, invites her in a sense to embracing this darkness, to be in communion with that, with God. Not in fear, but in patience, in anticipation, and of knowing that the light will come as she waits in that darkness. In the poem that is known as uh, East Coker, this is a poem by T.S. Eliot, part of his four quartets. He writes, I said to my soul, be still and let the dark come upon you which shall be the darkness of God. Be still and let the dark come upon you, which shall be the darkness of God. The God who is beyond all things, who is bigger than we can even imagine. The God who is always calling to us, 
who is reaching out to us, who is yearning to be with us. This is the story of the incarnation, God's yearning desire to be with us, to come and abide with us. Be still in this time of waiting. This God who yearns to be with us spoke to Joseph in the darkness of a dream. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And so the child came. And so he was named Emmanuel, God with us. And thanks to a righteous man whose righteousness exceeded that of the scribes and the Pharisees, a righteous man who was willing to lay aside reputation and honor. Thanks to this righteous man, this son found a home in Nazareth, and from there a path that led through Calvary and into the hearts of each and every one of us. Saints were called to be in communion with Jesus Christ, our Lord. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.